your daily dose of debate, breaking news, and uncensored views. This is the Michael Medved Show. And another great day in this greatest nation on God's green earth. It is a great day in terms of significance. Why? Because today, almost surely, almost certainly, not in the 13th round of balloting, but very much likely in the 14th round of balloting, uh, Kevin McCarthy is going to be elected the Speaker of the House. He has flipped successfully 14 recalcitrant Republicans. He has still fallen short by, it seems to be about two votes. They're going to announce it soon. We will be right on top of it. It is also a solemn day uh, concerning the recollections of a January 6th two years ago doesn't it seem incredible that it's it's uh, two years only that has passed it seems longer than that does it not uh, two years ago the president of the United States was Donald J Trump and his conduct uh, during January 6th was uh, still is a highly questionable issue regarding his potential desire, his real and expressed desire to return to the presidency. Uh, why is it that no Republicans, except for one, one member of Congress from Pennsylvania, Congressman Fitzpatrick, attended a fairly solemn memorial honoring the police and law enforcement officials who so courageously uh, put themselves in harm's way to uh, stop the riot on January 6th. There's also a new poll, a stunning new poll, and to me, very surprising new poll, that shows that uh, the American people have a more positive view about January 6th than they did two years ago, right after it happened. Why? Why would uh, you have uh, more people expressing their support for the takeover of the Capitol building uh, two years ago. 1-800-955-1776 is our phone number. Uh, uh, Jeremy, have they um, an announced the final vote totals yet for the uh, 13th ballot, the lucky 13th ballot? We're still waiting. Okay, we're still waiting. We can hear them announce it. Uh, it, it was strange to listen to the latest roll call uh, because the uh, uh, latest numbers as they were going through, for instance, there was a Congressman Harris, a Republican from Maryland, and uh, Congressman Harris got a huge round of applause, uh, and he got a huge round of applause uh, because he had switched his vote. He was one of those who had been voting for Jim Jordan or voting for Kevin Hearn. Uh, Matt Rosendale, one of the holdouts, and he's still a holdout, during uh, the uh, 12th, not 13th, but the 12th round of balloting, uh, it came to him and he said, I'm voting for Kevin, and then a long pause, uh, Hearn. And Kevin Hearn, the congressman from Oklahoma, who was the latest placeholder. All right. 
The uh, latest numbers in the concluded, uh, just concluded uh, round of voting, uh, very consistently, Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, uh, 212 votes. This time, as last time, uh, McCarthy actually getting more votes than the Democrat. He got 214. And... Uh, Others, that means Republican holdouts who wouldn't vote for McCarthy, six. So what is necessary now, because that is a total of 400, uh, they, they are, because there are fewer people voting, uh, there is a, a congressman who had to go back uh, to his home in Texas because his uh, wife had just given birth prematurely. Uh, there was another congressman who was out for surgery this morning. He came back from the surgery in time to actually vote. Uh, but it's all incredibly close. And, and the one thing that must be suggesting itself to people, certainly people who know the history, the, the worst tie-up in the House of Representatives in electing a speaker there's been a lot of attention to what happened in 1923. That was the last time it went more than a single ballot. Yes, 100 years ago. Uh, in that uh, time, it was, a again, a fight in the Republican Party, and it went to nine ballots. They've well exceeded that now. They will be going to at least 14, uh, it appears. Uh, the um, previous all-time record was in 1856, and uh, it, it actually, it was at 1855, right after the um, right after the election of 1854. And in 1855, when uh, they were counting uh, the votes, it took 133 ballots. But the way they finally got done was they changed the rules of the house. They could do that today. Uh, and uh, that's if they had enough votes to change the rules. And the question would be, would the Democrats strongly oppose it? They probably would. Uh, would some of the Republican holdouts still oppose it? They probably would not. And when I say change the rules, they could change the rules on how you elect a speaker. There's nothing in the Constitution that says a speaker has to get a majority of all the votes. A plurality should be enough. And that was the way they had elected Nathaniel Banks, who was the first Republican Speaker of the House ever, who was the first clearly anti-slavery Speaker of the House ever, and who got himself elected because they altered the rules. Uh, the uh, rec Representative Byron Donalds, uh, who had... Uh, uh, been one of the alternatives. He had voted for Kevin McCarthy in the first two ballots, and now in the most recent two ballots, he's also voting for Kevin McCarthy. That is why he got up. Kevin McCarthy, he had gone down as low as uh, 201 uh, uh, votes, and now he is up to 214. He needs uh, 218, would certainly do it. It may be because of absences, uh, because of people who have been called away, that 216 will do it. So another two switches or three switches at, at most 
should give the speakership to Kevin McCarthy. Here is what uh, Representative Byron Donalds uh, said about Kevin McCarthy. Listen. Donalds. McCarthy. McCarthy. Okay, not enough to have settled this thing, but it almost surely will be settled today. Uh, later today, we'll talk a bit more about some of the uh, the morning concerning what happened on January 6th just two years ago. It seems like another era. Uh, we will talk about that. The President of the United States gave out gold medals, and he gave them out on a, on a uh, bipartisan basis to people who stood up and defended the election when it was being challenged. Uh, there was also a service with Nancy Pelosi on the Capitol steps. I do not understand why more Republicans did not participate uh, because maybe those Republicans go with the now 20% of Americans who say they approve somewhat or strongly of the Capitol takeover two years ago. Why? Uh, we'll get to that and to much more coming up. Also, the key to success in college is so simple, it's almost never mentioned. We'll mention. Coming up on The Medved Show. Your outlet for outrage. I'm not going to take this anymore. The Michael Medved Show. 1-800-955-1776. The Michael Medved Show. That's one 800 955 of debate. It's the Michael Medved Show. And on the Michael Medved Show, uh, yes, it is January 6th. It is the two-year anniversary of the most serious domestic riot against the Capitol, uh, certainly ever in, in the history of the country. Uh, yes, the Capitol was attacked by British invading forces back in 1815, where they burned the White House during that particular attack. But uh, that was not uh, January 6th, but it was bad enough in terms of actually occupying the building for several hours. There are a number of leading Democrats, including Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, and uh, former Speaker of the House, uh, soon to be replaced by Kevin McCarthy, it would seem, and uh, and then uh, also Hakeem Jeffries was there. There are a bunch of Democrats, one Republican, to honor the Capitol Police and the others uh, who put themselves in harm's way in order to protect the people's house, the Capitol of the United States. Why would there not be more Republicans there participating and participating in honoring the people... And by the way, which includes Mike Pence, who uh, helped to uh, save the country from, not from extinction, but from terrible grief and, and even worse setbacks. Uh, let us go to your calls and to Anita in Buckley, Washington. You're on the Michael Medved Show. I'm kind of angry with your take on how Republicans should feel about January 6th. I'm going to be real clear. Those men have not received a fair trial. We know that Nancy Pelosi had involvement on that day. 
we have not had a fair committee that to represent all the video footage. We have leaks that we know that the FBI was involved. So, of course, no Republican should go forward and go out on the steps with Nancy Pelosi. And secondly, Kevin McCarthy is a hard no. He did not come here one time to support any of the Republicans that ran for office here. In fact, he pumped money against Joe Kent in the primary and backed Jimmy Herrera Butler and only showed up on November 1st to back Joe Kent. We do not, we do, Kevin McCarthy is a part of the problem. He's part of the establishment. Okay, can, hold on, let's, let's, we'll go to Kevin McCarthy in a moment. Let's go back to uh, January 6th. You believe that of the 900 people who have been charged so far, with uh, about 500 of them either pleading guilty or having been convicted, none of them received a fair trial? I believe that there are men still in jail in D.C. right now that have not received a speedy trial, have not even gotten their trial, have been kept as political prisoners. They have been treated horribly. They've been beaten. They've been isolated. They've been taken when they've called their attorneys. They've been put in consolidary confinement. There. Okay, who's who's in solitary? Well, hold on. Uh, can you give me some names? Who's in solitary confinement well, right now uh, because have, of charges uh, regarding January sixth? Well, you can go to be the people. Okay, I, I, again, don't just refer me to a website. If these people have actually been beaten in prison and they are political prisoners, uh, why do you why do you think they were singled out for attention? Do you think that some of the people uh, who are in prison and some of the people who pleaded guilty were recorded by video, for instance, uh, attacking the Capitol building and destroying property and battling police officers. One of the things they did today is they had 140 seconds of silence for the 140 police officers who were seriously injured in fighting to protect the Capitol building. Or you think that didn't happen? No, I think that that happened. There was a political demonstration that happened on January 6th. It was to, and there were people, there were police officers that were, it was, it was a bad stain on our party. We did not, there was no benefit of anybody who participated in that. However, there are still people in the DC jail that are being held that have still not seen their day in court. I well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it 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 I'm is. It is a process. It is a process that uh, goes on. If you want to tell me about, uh, basically, there is a a problem with uh, a, a writ of habeas corpus that you could actually use if people were being held without being charged. I I don't believe there is a single individual who is being held in prison who has not been charged. If I am wrong about that, Anita, please send me the material that indicates that I am, and I'll acknowledge it on the air. But the truth of the matter is, do you believe most of the people, the 900 people who have faced serious charges, the majority of whom have either been convicted or have pleaded guilty, do you believe that, that most of those people are in fact innocent? I, I don't know the circumstances of each one of those individuals. I believe that there were people, if they, 
There were people who were let into the Capitol. There, there are things that we okay. Do is that who let them into the Capitol? I I believe that there were. Well, have we ever found out who Ray Epps worked for? Do we know? Yes, we Epps? have. The Ray Epps thing has been incredibly well investigated, and the FBI did not stage this event. And again, one of the things that I, I think could damage the Republican Party very, very severely is if uh, uh, people who believe as you do uh, persuade a, a, a huge new committee investigation or something of that nature uh, trying to claim that uh, January 6th was something other than what it was, which was a riot that was planned and organized by a number of very extreme people involved with organizations like the Oath Keepers and uh, the the Proud Boys and others, and people on the extreme right who made other conservatives uh, uh, look pro- pro- uh, profoundly irresponsible. The um, uh, there's a headline in USA Today. Today, uh, it says more than 950 people have been charged in January 6th Capitol riot, but the investigation is far from over. And again, uh, this is after two years. Anita, appreciate your call. Uh, 1-800-955-1776 is our phone number. Uh, Roughly 350 suspects remain on the FBI's wanted list of violent offenders, The arrest slowed in 2022 with at least 230 charged compared with roughly 700 who were charged in 2021. Of uh, the 192 people who have been sentenced to incarceration, the average incarceration time, the time that they are serving in jail, has been 16 months on average. So for half of them, obviously, you're, you're talking about less than 16 months. Uh, we will be... Your daily dose of debate. You're trying to stir up controversy. The Michael Medved Show. And on this uh, January 6th, as the uh, uh, voting in uh, the House of Representatives gets closer and closer to making uh, Kevin McCarthy the next Speaker of the House of the United States, it, it, it clearly will be done probably certainly by the end of this weekend, uh, which is a, not an encouraging development number of people have pointed to these concessions that McCarthy has made to win over that handful of votes that may make it more difficult to raise the debt ceiling. It may make it more difficult to fund the government, uh, to prevent a government shutdown. It, it seems to me that if there is some kind of cooperation between the overwhelming majority of the Republican caucus and the Democrats, that uh, that it, it simply cannot work long term for 20 members of the House to dictate to the other 415 members 
what is what is going to happen to the United States of America. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, yes, we want to protect the rights of minorities, but in the People's House, uh, there has always been uh, more of a sense that majority rules, and there's a very clear majority to basically not undermine the government of the United States by closing off all funding for everything, uh, which is a possibility coming up. Uh, meanwhile, this story uh, from The Hill, House Democrats and one Republican paused for a brief but emotional ceremony to mark the second anniversary of the January 6th attack on the Capitol gathering on the house steps with the families of officers who lost their lives in connection with the riot lawmakers honored the fallen officers as well as those injured in the lengthy battle with those who stormed the capitol the uh, january 6th insurrection shook our republic to the core for many in the congress and across the country the physical psychological and emotional scars are still raw yet from the unspeakable horror sprang extraordinary heroism Law enforcement heroes confront the insurrectionists uh, to protect the capital, the Congress, and our Constitution. And it's with great respect and admiration, said Nancy Pelosi, that we are joined by the families this morning. Thank you to the families for considering us worthy to share your grief, to honor your loss. And uh, to honor those people in law enforcement uh, many of whom were minorities, by the way. The new movie in Discovery Plus that uh, features uh, many of the officers that you haven't heard from before and people who were severely injured in the uh, attack on the Capitol. Uh, it is a shame that this was not a bipartisan event, that only one Republican attacked. Uh, let us go to uh, your calls and to Steve in Tacoma, Washington. You're on the MedVet Show. Hey, how you doing, Michael? Doing okay. Good. Uh, I get frustrated. I actually have called you months and months ago about this. It's It was not a riot. There have been people convicted of seditious conspiracy. It was an insurrection, by definition. And there is a difference. It makes a difference because people like the woman who called before is not living in reality because people keep saying things like riot and keep kind of passing it off as if it wasn't a big deal. If I'm a wide receiver in the NFL and I drop the ball, I'm still a wide receiver. Failure does not define what something is. Because they failed doesn't mean it wasn't an insurrection. They just weren't very good at it. Okay. Do, do I believe that it was an insurrection for some people, like the uh, people from Oath Keepers who were convicted, as you're right, about seditious conspiracy? If you're convicted of seditious conspiracy, which is a very important and very grave charge, yeah, you're an insurrectionist. But I, I believe on the other side what people say, and the reason that I prefer to use the term riot, is that for most of the people, including people who participated illegally and are going to pay a price for this, uh, they weren't part of any planned insurrection. Uh, they were coming up and expressing their rage. One of the reasons I'm hesitant about the term insurrection is part of the plan to overturn the election. And uh, John Eastman and others were involved with it was to have the president invoke the Insurrection Act, which would give him the right to declare martial law, which uh, uh, would have been 
a, a vastly more serious disaster, uh, don't you think, than we experienced uh, even with the the violence and the takeover of the Capitol? Certainly it would have been much worse. Trump was, and granted this will never be in a court of law where he is convicted of anything, but he clearly was waiting for it to get bad enough so that he could invoke the Insurrection Act. Just because it didn't happen doesn't change what it was. And additionally, because people succumbed to the seditious conspirators and then became violent, they in turn became insurrectionists. So whether or not they came, but with the you see, of you can't one, you can't convict them of insurrection without intent. Do Do you think that most of the uh, people who attacked the Capitol building had any sort of plan to actually overturn the government or even to overturn the election? They were just angry and enraged and uh, something wanting somehow to quote stop the steal. Right. I be- Well, I believe all of the websites that that previous caller goes to made it clear that they were going there to stop the steal, which meant stop the election, which is by definition stopping the government from doing its its uh, legally required task, constitutional task, therefore insurrection. And it's, by the way, let me ask you, when, when, when you look at this, who do you think deserves uh, the lion's share of the credit for preventing any of those disasters from actually going forward? Luck, fate. Had it How about Mike worse, Pence? Had anything else turned? How about Mike Pence? I mean, if oh, I, I, he had one good day, he could have stopped it long before then. He had one good day, and it was a good day. I'm giving him credit for that good day. He should have. He should have been much more vocal prior to that. Well, again, he he sent out, and I remember this very vividly, and I was thinking, oh, thank God, this is going to prevent us from having anything terrible happen on January 6th. He had sent out a public letter to the president explaining why under the Constitution, the obvious fact that he did not have the right or the ability or the power to overturn the election. That is not in the Constitution. It's not in the 12th Amendment. It's not given to the vice president. And look, I mention this not because I think Mike Pence is going to be president of the United States or going to be the Republican nominee, but because I think that one good day that you acknowledge, Steve, is one of those things that history will acknowledge um, with admiration for uh, somebody at least uh, in a very high position in the administration. behaving in a way that uh, advanced the interests of the country, even if it may not have interest uh, advanced his own interests. Appreciate your call very much. The, um, uh, the roughly 300 suspects, uh, 350 suspects remain on the FBI's wanted list of violent offenders at the Capitol that day. There, there's video of all of this. Uh, this is from the Department of Justice. More than two-thirds are wanted for violence against the estimated 140 law enforcement officers who were assaulted and, and injured grievously that day. The FBI has reviewed almost 4 million files, including 30,000 video files, and continues to seek tips for the public. Once upon a time, I mean, one of the goals, it seems to me, uh, that Republicans and Democrats ought to share 
would be trying to help to restore some of the respect for law enforcement, which includes very much the, the FBI. And the idea that the FBI is somehow the enemy here because they're trying to find uh, the people who are most responsible for an attack on the Capitol building. to pop culture and from coast to coast this is the michael medved show and on the michael medved show there are still six uh, holdouts among republicans people who are not uh, voting for either hakeem jeffries actually if those six uh, republican holdouts voted for hakeem jeffries he would have the 218 and uh, he would be the new speaker of the house that will not happen of course uh, so what can happen among the uh, uh, not-so-magnificent six who are still holding out, uh, including uh, 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 Andy Biggs and uh, Lauren Boebert, uh, not including Paul Gosar, who went ahead and voted for McCarthy, what can happen among those six is if three of them vote present, and three of them go ahead and vote for McCarthy. That would uh, give him a majority of those actually voting, and he would be the next Speaker of the House, which is a, a, a very, very likely outcome. Uh, there is this from uh, YouGov, which does a pretty good job with polling. They have a fairly a strong accuracy record in terms of projecting who is likely to win major elections and even projecting some of the states that uh, President Trump carried in 2020 and some of those states that he lost. But they now have a poll about January 6th. And uh, they write that while most Americans disapprove of the January 6th Capitol takeover, I think that's too weak a term. Uh, most Americans disapprove of the Capitol takeover. The share who approve of the Capitol takeover has increased significantly since the event first took place. Why? Why would people looking in retrospect think, you know, that was a really good thing that they invaded the Capitol. That was really a great job. I mean, even if you're one of those people who believes it was a stolen election, what did the... The riot, what did the attack on the Capitol do to help the cause of, quote, overturning the election and stopping the steal? Two years ago, just 9% of Americans said they strongly or somewhat approved of the takeover. First of all, how does someone, e even two years ago, approve of what was done at the Capitol building? coming in and breaking windows and uh, waving Confederate flags and uh, smearing the walls with uh, feces and uh, other things. You, you remember the, uh, the takeover shaman, the QAnon shaman who was there? Do you remember the participation very prominently of QAnon with QAnon signs and more in the Capitol building? The... Uh, the share who have increased, who said that they strongly or somewhat approved of the takeover, 
was 9% two years ago. Now it's more than doubled. 20% say they approve. What is to approve of? The uh, share who approve the takeover has increased 13 percentage points among Democrats to 16%. How, how is it even possible that 16% of Democrats now approve of the takeover of the Capitol building? People must be confused. I mean, seriously, I, I don't mean to be, uh, but if, if you're a Democrat, if you're somebody who presumably as a Democrat voted for Joe Biden and he won a well over 90% of Democratic votes, if you voted for Joe Biden, how do you find 16% of, of, of people who describe themselves as Democrats who think that what happened on January 6th, two years ago today, was a good thing. The uh, share has gone up even more among Republicans. It's now 32% from 16%. In other words, in back in 2021, uh, that January 6th, 16% of Republicans either somewhat or strongly approved of raiding the Capitol building. It's now up to 32% of Republicans. Does that explain why they're having such a cursedly difficult time uh, trying to select a Speaker of the House. And the whole idea is that the American people selected that Speaker. When people voted for Republicans, they didn't vote for Republicans to come to Washington, D.C. and tie up the House of Representatives. It was very well known that Kevin McCarthy was going to be the candidate who would be chosen by the Republican caucus, and he was chosen by a vote of 188 to 31, overwhelmingly. He was chosen to be the candidate of the Republican Party. So this was what people voted for in the election. And yes, Republican candidates for the House got several million more votes than Democratic candidates. So what is going on with our country? The uh, share of independents who uh, say... They are not sure about whether they approve of the uh, what happened to the Capitol building has gone up to 25% from 6%. And this is after the January 6th Select Committee investigations and all of the material and the really dramatic and extremely moving documentaries, including the new one on Discovery Plus, the idea that all that is there and people are not sure about how they feel about what happened, while Republicans' skepticism about Trump's involvement increased uh, a year after the takeover, their views are now similar to what they were two years ago when the attack occurred. How, what percentage of Republicans say Trump bears at least a little teensy bit, a tiny, 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 tiny bit of responsibility that's 39%. And only 8% of Republicans, think about this, 8% of Republicans think that Trump bears a lot of responsibility. 51% of Republicans say he bears no responsibility at all. He had nothing to do with it. I was, who called people to Washington, D.C.? It's going to be wild. I need you to come to Washington. 
And one after another, the people who were convicted or who pleaded guilty, people who were actually serving jail time, when asked why they did what they did, the president asked us to do it. The president called us there. This is unreal. Um, and it is uh, somewhat disturbing. And it, it indicates why it, it does seem to me very important that people actually get together to commemorate what happened and to, uh, to, to look at it seriously as an assault on our system of government. The um, family members or representatives on the Capitol steps earlier today read the names of each officer who died in connection with the riot. Three of them are officers who shortly after the riot committed suicide. And they have linked those suicides to, to what happened to them on January 6th. The uh, names of the people, officers who died, were Officer Brian Sicknick, that name you know, Howard Liebengood, Metropolitan Police Officers Jeffrey Smith, Gunther Hashida, and Kyle DeFreytag. They also read the name of a family uh, of Billy Evans, a Capitol Police officer who was killed after a man rammed into Capitol barricades and uh, drew a knife on officers. And that, by the way, was an anti-government individual from the left, not from the right. His name was read aloud, the officer who died, Billy Evans, by his two young sons. The remembrance was held as the majority of the GOP uh, gathered for a call to discuss pending 12th vote to determine who will serve as Speaker of the House. Representative Brian Fitzpatrick, Republican of per Pennsylvania, was the only Republican who attended the January 6th remembrance. Uh, lawmakers held a 142nd moment of silence, one second for each officer injured during the attack, the pause leaving audible tears and uh, sniffling from elected officials as well as those in the crowd. We stand here today with our democracy intact because of those officers. Uh, this said uh, Hakeem Jeffries. The violent insurrectionists stormed the Capitol and attempted to halt the peaceful transfer of power, a cornerstone of our republic. They failed. They failed because of the bravery and valor of the United States Capitol Police and Metropolitan Police Department officers. A more on the key to success in college. It's actually very different from what the politically correct wants you to believe. We'll be talking about a remarkable discovery in that regard.